Hello, welcome back to Lexi's Lounge, your home for mind, body, business, and marketing. <laughs> hey, guys, I know this was supposed to come out last Thursday, and I appreciate your patience. Last week was a whirlwind for me. I spent Sunday through Wednesday in upstate New York, and then for the ha- second half of the day on Wednesday, I was in Manhattan. Love freaking New York. Absolutely love it. Seeing the upstate countryside was gorgeous. Highly recommend, but I'm always a I'm always a horror for Manhattan. Like Times Square, sign me up, baby. Love the fast pace. Love the lifestyle over there. Not sure if I could live there. My skin really hated me over there, but um, th- that's not what I'm coming here to talk to you about. I'm, I've been honestly having a hard time like sitting down and doing this podcast because I just feel like there's so many things that came to me, that came to my life and reflections. And I just like, I don't know where to start. Um, so maybe I'll just start by getting the elephant out of the room. I am no longer doing PR and marketing. This has been on my heart for a while. I've been forcing this and I'm good at it. I, I don't, don't get me wrong. I am good at PR and marketing. I'm good with the strategy. I'm good with the communication. I'm good with the building connections and the talking to people and the amplifying of the stories that really matter and the people that matter and the ideas that matter. But at the end of the day, Yo Girl has tasted passive income through Airbnb and RV rentals. And that is really where my passion lies. I had a, I had a a mini session with my girlfriend slash accountability partner who was actually at the retreat. Her name's Gabriella, Gabby, Gabrielle. Um, and she is a niche expert and really boils it down intuitively to like what your why is. And in our session, she boiled down the fact that I love doing Airbnb because it gives me a space to help families gather. And that's not something I always had as a child. So it makes sense as to why my why for Airbnb is so strong in that way. Because I want to provide that space for people that I didn't always have. My parents were divorced when I was young. They didn't always have holidays together. My mom did her best to throw big family parties. And that was like my favorite thing in the world. Is when everybody would get together on Christmas. Or when we all go camping together. But outside of those like one-off events, there was never really huge gatherings. That's why I absolutely love my husband's family too. Because I mean, it's a massive family. Like my husband's the youngest of six. But when we all get together, it just lights me up. So it makes so much sense as to why when we started airbnb Airbnb-ing our house out and all these families would come together. They'd be here for reunions. They'd be here for weddings. They'd be here, you know, to, to get together. And like, I remember one group had like a crafting circle here. And I just love hearing the stories. I love meeting the people. It's just, it's so deeply rooted to me. And then of course with these RV spots we're putting in also, it just makes that amplified even more and it's passive. What's really cool about this is just our RV spots alone cover all of our mortgage, utilities, bills, and everything. And that's really, that's another part of my why is like, I want to be there for my family, my boys. They're young. They're one in three. And so often I find myself on this hamster wheel of like, I got to get this done. I got to get this done. I got to get this done. Which full transparency, that's why this podcast didn't come out last Thursday or Friday. 
well, Thursday, I was exhausted from traveling. But Friday, I was like, listen, I need to get this done. And my husband's like, well, you know, I kind of need you. And then I had to go back to my why. Like, why did I quit my corporate job? It wasn't to work all the time. It wasn't to outsource people to watch my kids. It wasn't to find a babysitter. Like, I want to be present in my kid's life. I want them to know that I worked my ass off for them, but we also were strategic enough to figure out ways to make money passively and do things together as a family. Like, I don't want to wait. My kids are so young right now. I don't want to wait until I'm 52 to retire in order to spend time with my kids. Like, they'll be adults. They'll have their own lives. Like, these moments with them are so precious. And I really do have to remind myself of that because it gets so hard sometimes. Like, having two toddlers... It's fucking hard. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. But what really stresses me out more than anything is when I know I have all of this shit to do with work. It's all lined up. But then my kids also want my attention. They also want me to be there. So I'm going more into Airbnb consulting. Um, we have the RV rentals going in currently. We have renters that just showed up at our house. Um, but from now on, what I'm going to be doing is helping other people who either A, want to start an Airbnb, I'm going to help them get that shit off the ground running and make it lucrative and passive so they can enjoy their life the way they want to. Or number two, I'm going to be helping the host that's already a host that wants to maximize their profits. Maybe they've gotten a couple bad reviews. Maybe their house isn't just where they want it to be. I'm going to help them take their business to the next level. So if that sounds like you, please jump into my DMs. Like, no sales pitch. I just want to hear about your Airbnb, your VRBO, your short-term rental, maybe even your RV spots. Like, I want to hear about what you have going on because this is a new realm for me. Helping people in this capacity, in this high-touch way, I'm still building out what that exactly looks like. But I would love to chat with you about, you know, what your struggles are. If you want to start an Airbnb, because I know that the absence of information makes it feel inaccessible, especially if you're just starting or you want to, or if it's a goal or a vision, or you're like looking at property to buy to rent out and make passive income, please send me a DM. No sales pitch. I promise. I would just love to know where you're at, what you're thinking, what you're doing. It's more like market research. I'll send you a coffee. Okay. All right. So with that elephant on the room, that feels like such a release, honestly. That's the first time I've ever said it out loud. I mean, besides to the people at the mastermind, which also, speaking of that, every person there was interested in real estate at some point, and they all were asking me questions about it. Like, it, it was just such good feedback from God that, like, you're on the right path, baby. Not to mention, I've been getting asked for the last year, at least once a month, to help people consult to rent out their properties. Like, it's just, it's meant to be. And I'm super excited to actually step into it. And to be fully transparent with you, I had a lot of imposter syndrome around it. Because I don't know everything. Like, I, I, I'm, I've trial, I have trial and error. And I have real estate experience. I have hotel experience. I have PR and marketing experience. But this is really new for me. And if you are in a similar situation where you are pivoting or maybe you realize like, oh my God, what I'm doing right now is not what I want to be doing, just know you are seen and you are heard. One thing I learned at the mastermind that one of the speakers, 
said, her name's Leah Garbin. She's the author of the book Unstuck. Is she said that experience is transferable. Everything that you've been doing up until this point, I don't care if you've had 30 jobs, you've taken a skill, you've learned something from each one of those. And that all has given you this unique perspective and experience that nobody can take away from you. Another thing she said that was really interesting to me was that we've done all the hard work already. Like everything that you've done, you've done the hard part. The rest is just details, like how you shift your messaging, how you shift your ideal client, how you shift your content, how you shift everything. Like it's just details. We put so much pressure on ourselves to be perfect and have it all together before we launch. But at the end of the day, it's just details. It's trial and error. It's figuring out our new rhythm, our new groove. So if this resonates with you, I encourage you to just slow down and enjoy the process. And write down the things that make you different. Like what makes you super valuable in your industry? What makes you valuable in this new season of your life? Like, like what, what is it about you that's unlike anything that's already out there on the market? Because there is, there is other people out there like you, like, I'm sure, you know, you have competitors, quote unquote. I don't like using competitors because I don't, I think we could all collab, right? (laughs) But what, is your unique angle? What's your unique value that you bring to your niche, to your craft? And really lean into that. Because at the end of the day, your passion for what you do and your why is going to be a lot different than Susan over there. And ultimately, that's going to be the thing that kills the imposter syndrome that stops you from doing it in the first place. I encourage you, just slow down. Enjoy the process. Like, take some time. Pull back. You don't have to be doing more. Simplify. One of the speakers there, her name was Mariella De La Mora, and something that she said that just, it it changed everything for me, was what got you here won't get you there. Meaning everything that's brought you to this point, that survival mode, those skills, those tactics, those courses, that business mentor, the way you were eating, your habits, What got you here to this point right now is not going to get you to where you're going. Something has to change. You have to make a change and be bold enough and brave enough to make that change. And it's really hard because habits are super hard to break. Trust me. I'm breaking one right now. (laughs) But I know that if I want to get to that status where I am the number one top known go-to Airbnb consultant... I can't be playing small anymore. That's a habit that I've had, playing small for fear of what other people are going to think. I can't be vegging out and being lazy because that's what's comfortable. I can't be flying by the seat of my pants. I mean, there's good and bad to that, I will say. But I need to be more intentional with my time and my habits and the things that I'm doing. So remember, What got you here won't get you there. Thank you, Mariella, for that one. We had this really awesome speaker. His name was Terry Rice. He is a public speaker. He's spoken for Squarespace, General Assembly, writes for Entrepreneur. Freaking amazing. A quote that he said that really stood out to me is, you have unlimited at-bats, so keep swinging. I was like, oh my God, what? 
that makes so much sense and it truly does give this hall pass to like just keep trying like you're gonna hit the ball sometimes and other times you're gonna absolutely miss it but you have unlimited amounts of trial unlimited at bats like just keep swinging that was amazing another thing that he said that really this goes into the content bucket is we over we overcomplicate our content like we need to simplify our content something that he said is that the questions that people ask us create content and listen i am the first to admit and raise my hand that i make my content a lot about me and then i just ship the messaging to you right a lot of us do that But think about the questions that people ask you over and over and over. Like, look through your DMs. Look in the conversations that you've had with people. Like, what kind of questions are you being asked? Go on answerthepublic.com. And then the content you post, just answer the question. That's really what people want to know. There's so much of this crap on the internet. It's like, provide value, provide value. Provide value by answering the questions that people have. Another thing that he said that really stood out was people don't need new information. They need a reminder, which was another freeing feeling of like, oh my God, I, I, I don't have to be the newest person on the block. Like I don't have to be afraid of people being upset because I recycled content. Like you have unlimited at bats. Sometimes people just need a reminder. And what makes you different and unique is ultimately your perspective and your experience. So thank you, Terry, for those mindset shifts. Okay, I want to go back to my girl, Mariella. She is a leadership coach. She did an emotional intelligence questionnaire thing on us. One of the biggest things that I learned is how impulsive I am. Like, I scored high on the impulsivity test, which is not a good thing. Because I also scored low on problem solving. I will say my saving grace is probably that I'm a realist when it comes to things. I'm a realist and I'm optimistic. But my impulsivity got me to where I am now. Um, It also has caused a lot of problems for me. An example of this is my investing. I invest so much in just mindless shit. And when her and I were talking, we actually took an Uber from the airport up to upstate together. We uncovered... (laughs) That the reason why I invested as much as I did into mindless courses and programs and coaching that, I mean, was probably more than I could even, (laughs) I could even afford, but it was to get rid of an uncomfortable feeling that I had when I didn't have the answer or when there was a question that I, I wasn't sure how to handle or a problem I didn't know how to solve. Instead of actually pausing and taking a moment to think, okay, what kind of resources and tools and knowledge do I already have within me that I can take and use to create a solution? But instead, I would look for a course or something to get that uncomfortable feeling out of there. In the end, it ultimately boiled down to the fact that I was not consciously aware that I was uncomfortable. And that's when I would start investing in things to make me feel better. I mean, how many of us do that? We invest in, if you're an entrepreneur, maybe it's courses or coaching or templates or whatever to give us a quick win and a quick answer. Like it's like some magic secret that we had no idea until we buy this program. Like what? (laughs) But 
on a human to human standpoint, that happens a lot with people when it goes comes to shopping or drinking or drugging or gossiping. Like a lot of the things we do are to make us feel more comfortable when we're discomfortable, uncomfortable. Can relate to this. Please send me a DM and let me know. What's really interesting to me is that I spent a lot of money on business coaching and programs and courses, yes, and they did help me. But after talking and listening to Caitlin from Theory Planning Partners talk about the best investments that you gotta have, hi baby! And that is first investing into the legal and financial side of your business. Like, I wish I would have heard that years ago because I spent so much mindless money on things that literally did not serve me at all and left me like broke, to be honest. And I see it time and time again with entrepreneurs in this space where it's just another course, it's just another program, it's just another template. Honestly, if I'm going to give you one piece of advice from somebody who has done this over and over and over again, first invest in the financial and legal side of your business. Like get an accountant, get a CFO, trademark your shit, get a lawyer, get contracts, like protect your business. This is your baby. You're putting a lot of time and effort into it. I know I am. I spend, a, if I'm away from my kids, it's because I'm doing something with my business and I'll be damned if something were to happen to my business and me waste all of that time, energy, and effort, be away from my kids just to have my business come crumbling down because I didn't have the financial, legal, the foundations set up. I don't know who needs to hear this, but you don't need another course. You don't need another coach. You don't need to outsource the work that you're putting off. You need to have someone who's in your corner and that will be able to tell you no you what you should and should not invest in like set you up for your future because continuing to my continuing to mindlessly invest is not going to get you where you want to go and that's something that I'm learning I'm getting a slap in the face with it right now and as someone who has been there and feels this right now please don't make the same mistake that I did Something that Caitlin said that really stood out to me was begin with the end in mind. Like, where do you want to go? Do you want to sell your company? Do you want to retire at 50? Like, what is your end goal and reverse engineer from there? How many of us are like, oh, I'm just going to throw mud at the wall and see what sticks? I mean, that works. And for a moment, but if you're not being mindful and planning ahead, you're not going to hit your goals the way you want to hit them. She had been talking about so many people that had came to her in their 50s even who are like, hey, I want to retire and I literally have no money in my account. Like, it's important. Set yourself up for financial success. Luxury does not always include the nicest handbag, the nicest home, the nicest car. It is less stress. Like, it's setting yourself up to not be stressed out when shit hits the fan. Save for three to six months. My husband and I are doing that right now. But when these RV spots go in, everything we make off Airbnb is going to our savings. We don't have a three to six month emergency fund right now. And I'm just going to be transparent about that. We are learning. Um, thank God for this mastermind and being around these creatives and visionaries and six and seven, seven figure CEOs who, you know, do have their shit together because it makes me want to hold myself to a higher caliber. And that's another thing. Get in the room. Get in the room with these visionaries. 
Get in the room with people who have done it before you. Ask questions. Ask for help. Maximize your time and opportunities around these people. They will help you. I promise you. You just have to get yourself in the room. There is something that cannot be shared or translated over Zoom or a phone call. Like, get yourself in the room. See how they talk, the questions they ask, how they dress, how they walk, how they hold themselves. 95% of our communication is nonverbal. And you can only see that when you are actually in person with somebody. So say yes to the opportunities and figure out the rest later. So what do you do when you get in the room? This is another thing that Leah Garvin said that really stuck out to me is that your words are important. How you speak to yourself, how you speak about yourself is super important. When you get in front of these people, you don't want to just, you know, be justifying how you are, say kind of, or sound really unsure of yourself. One thing she said is the language we use is super important. When you laugh things off or you're just justifying or you're playing it off instead of owning it or being, or over explaining yourself or saying, I think, or I want, or, you know, just, or kind of like own it, own your shit, own who you are, own what makes you unique, own what makes you different, own your ignorance. Honestly, just own it, own everything. It'll make your life so much easier. And to be honest, what you try to put down in shame and in the dark and keep it there because you don't want to own it, it's going to haunt you. Just, just like how if you don't heal from your trauma, it's going to come out in different ways. To be fully transparent, that's something that I'm dealing with right now. I, we, Victoria Franca, she was one of the speakers that we had there. She owns Omni Wellness. She was saying health is wealth. And we did a hair panel before we left. And it showed our average like hormones and minerals and whatever for the last three months. And... I was breaking out so bad in New York. And when her and I were talking, she was talking about how the biggest thing is that my body is trying to release trauma. It's trying to release fears, anger, anxiety. It's trying to release, but there's no way. Like my system is clogged. It's blocked in a way where I can't even release the shit that's no longer serving me. So that's why I'm breaking out as bad as I am. My gut is unhealthy. I have low stomach acid. Like, there's so much shit that's going on. But another thing is the trauma that I've had, like, that I'm not dealing with. And it's coming out in these different ways. And now I'm starting to see it. And I feel like I don't know who I am because <laughs> I'm having all these realizations. Like, there's just so much change that's coming, that's happening, that I'm really trying to face it now and not run from it anymore. And not trying to suppress it. Because I know that where I'm going, that version of me doesn't exist. So I have to start now. And there's no reason for me to wait. You know what I mean? And the last thing I want to leave you with, because my phone's about to die. And I want to go spend time with my family. Is that our habits and our routines are who we really are. And you want to make that count. It's the shit you do repeatedly. You can't sit here. This is me. I'm talking to myself when I say this. I can't sit here and smoke pot every day and then tell myself I'm not a stoner. If I want to change that, I need to change that. Which I'm doing. I haven't had weed in a week. Congratulations to me. Which is hard because I used, I, I realized how much I used it as an escape. Much like people use food or alcohol or whatever. But it's important. If you want to be that version of yourself that is kind and humble and loving and exercises and works out and, you know, is visionary and whatever it means to you, 
you have to start setting a routine and being habitual with it to bring yourself to that place. It's not easy. It's hard. Like change is hard, but it has to happen if you want to become the person that you want to become, if you want to have the life that you want to become. Listen, guys, I hope you heard my vulnerability in this because it's really hard for me to admit these things. But that version of me, where I'm going, she's the kind of person that admits this shit. She owns her shit and knows that by owning it, nobody can throw it in my face because I own it. So I hope, hope, hope you got some key takeaways from this. I hope that you have some reflections of your own from this. Thank you to Hannah Nieves from the Thrive Collective, her mastermind for hosting this opportunity um, where I'm able to have this kind of reflections, these kind of reflections and really like just shift my mindset and shift, you know, the person that I'm becoming just from that experience. So appreciate it so much. Please DM me with your, your, what stuck out to you from this podcast. I would love to hear it. Anyway, this Thursday, I'm going to have an episode about the scariest hotel stay of my life (laughs) in New York (laughs) and um, just what that taught me. All right. Okay. See you then. Love you guys. Bye.